Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as a foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to the program. Super blessed that you can join us this week on Shouts of Grace. And if you are a first-time listener, we just want to say welcome to the program and to let you know that we have a website that you can go to at shoutsofgraceradio.com, and there you can listen to uh, approximately 151, 152 past episodes. And in those episodes, we have a number of guests. We deal with a number of topics, um, hard topics, easy topics, um, just scenarios in life that we all interact, and we just bring a biblical worldview to them. Um, and so we hope that you're, uh, you tune into that and that you're blessed. And if you are a return listener, we want to say thank you uh, for your support and to Key Radio for the use of their studios here in Provo, Utah. Uh, before we get started today, I just wanted to mention um, real quick, I could use some, some prayer. Um, you know, I've been writing a book for about three years now, um, and I'm kind of coming to the end of it and I'm finishing it up. Um, uh, the book is entitled Spiritually Abused, um, Excuse escaping uh, an abusive church culture. And, and and I know that resonates with a lot of people because maybe you've been hurt in, in the name of religion um, and, you know, it's just kind of weighs on you and there's just this thing that's there, this indelible mark that's been left on you. And so um, this this book that I'm writing is going to kind of deal with um, circumstances and some scenarios that, that other people have had, that myself have had to to, to really point us back to Jesus, you know, not to not to really look at man, but but to really take the Lord um, and understand Jesus isn't abusive. He is a good God, and He's in a relational God, and and hopefully He'll put people back on track, refocus, reorient themselves around the idea that Jesus is Lord. And sometimes people misrepresent. Sometimes groups of people misrepresent. Um, whether that is is an individual, whether it's an organization that has misrepresented God, and so. Um, we understand that that oftentimes those that that um, fall out of churches after this has happened to them, they fall into either the cult or the occult or or even, you know, just don't believe in God anymore because they've seen um, God misrepresented. And so um, that's going to be coming hopefully by the end of this year. And so be looking for that. But um, if you're a return uh, listener, then you know that um, we often have uh, people that call in from around the country and then we have people in studio. And so today I have a a good long-term, long-time friend. I think we actually, actually you were in Utah before us, but we both came to the same area around 2005, I think it exactly. was. Exactly, exactly, yeah. yes. Becky Barron, um, she's, a, she's, a, she's a good friend. I, she, we've had her on the program before. Her daughter's good friends with mine, and so I, I wanted to have you back. Um, and, and what I want to talk about today, Becky, is you know I, I was looking at your social media posts a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, and you had kind of posted something that I it really resonated with me, and you were talking about how you were praying for um for for God to help you in, in a particular situation and then and then the, the situation seemed to have gotten worse <laughs> yes. and you're just kind of like you're exactly. like where, where are you yeah. Lord like yeah. and and and, I, and as I was thinking about that I thought you know every believer at some point the longer you walk with the Lord mm-hmm. you're going to experience these these expectations that you have of mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. and and what you thought might happen and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you find yourself 
yourself swimming in a different pond and yeah. you're like, w- w- where's God at? And yeah. so I wanted to talk today just practically about, about, you know, when God, how God answers prayer and, and, and what we should expect, what we shouldn't expect and mm. specifically kind of about your situation and what, not necessarily the details of the situation, but kind of what got you to a place where you were like expecting one thing, mm. you were delivered something else mm. and what your mind was like and there how you, you process through that. So take it away. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I think as, um, you know, as a Christian, I think there have been certain things that I think that I have deserved from the Lord, right? Even <laughs> though in my heart of hearts, I know I deserve nothing. I deserve death and hell. And the Lord has been so gracious to me to even save me. So the fact that I would even utter the thought in my mind, even that I would deserve something. But I think in the back of my mind, when I read a scripture, I believe that the Lord gave me a scripture about help. I had certain expectations of, okay, what that means is you're going to resolve this situation and you're going to tie it up with a bow and I'm going to be able to move on from it and, you know, encourage others with the answer. That's fine. I'll use it for your good, you know, but I figured um, when when I was right in the middle, it was a couple of months ago um, and I realized I am smack in the middle of a spiritual warfare here that is very personal for me. And so I felt like I I went before the Lord. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Lord, I realize right now that I am in the middle of this and I don't know what to do. I felt like he gave me Isaiah 41, 10 and 13. And so it, you know, it says, well, I can I'll just read it here. It says 10 verse 10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. But then I went on down, and I felt like verse 13 was even more personal, because it says, For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. Well, a few months ago, like that was hugely encouraging to me because I thought, okay, great, you are going to help me. So I literally printed the verse out and put it on my refrigerator and underlined the part about I will help you. I was believing it. I was believing it. And so a few weeks ago, I was sitting there going, okay, Lord, I'm going to call you out on this because I do not feel helped at all. Where's my help? Where's my help? Because my expectation was that this would get wrapped up, you know, or I would at least be making strides toward getting it wrapped up within a couple of months. Well, here we are. And it's worse rather than better. And so I was like, Lord, I'm going to call you out on this because I don't understand what is going on here. So he said, just, you know, just chill. Just chill. So my way of chilling is to look up verses that have the word help in them. So I'm going through and looking up all these verses. Help, 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 help. And I came across um, Psalm 4610 that says God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. 
at just at the break of dawn. So not only is he going to help me, but this says timing. Okay, so I have to wait until the break of dawn, until right, the break of dawn is right at the turning of the morning is what. So you're like, tomorrow. Oh my gosh, (laughs) yes. I'm like, oh, this has got to be soon, right? It's got to be soon. But I got to wait. And so my practical from it was that... I need to trust him because he's the only one who's seen both sides of the dawn. So I need to just relax and I can look forward to the help and enjoy that part as much as I can look back and say, wasn't that great help, God? So that's kind of what led me to that. Um, But then, you know, this morning, I felt like the Lord just opened it right up and said, you've been looking at it incorrectly. He said to me, my hope is your help. Mm. What? That's mm. so great. The hope is the help for right mm. now. That's yeah. what I have for now. And that's enough. That's a good thing. It's enough. Yeah. When you're talking, I think of the, I think of the, um, the verse that says hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. Yes. But when it comes, <laughs> exactly. it's a tree of life, right? And, exactly. and I think when we place our hope in the Lord, it's even though our expectations may be put off and put off and yes. our heart becomes sick, yes. when it comes, it becomes this tree of life. I knew it, God. I knew you were faithful. Yes. I knew it was a matter of time. Yes. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't change the fact that in the process, oftentimes God exposes our lack of faith. Oh, ye of little faith. Right. Oh, ye of little faith. Right. But the truth is that, that this, is just the, this is the Christian experience, right? Yes. I, I think of, you know, as you were talking, as, um, I think of Psalm 46, verse 1. It says, God is our refuge and yes. strength. I love that. Yes. A very present help in time of trouble. Mm -hmm. And, and when I think about that, I think, okay, God's not, God's not necessary. And and we think this way because we think of help as in the situation, solve it, let it be for your glory. And, and, And I think what the Lord says is, look, it's in your time of trouble I am your help. Yes. And and there's something about that because when you go through like rough times, you're looking for help to be the consolation of your heart. God, console me. Right. Get, right. get this pain out. Make sense of everything now. But he says, I'm the refuge in the strength and the help in the trouble. Right. Not when the trouble's over. Exactly. <laughs> in the trouble. We have to learn that because that's a hard lesson. That is a really hard lesson. And I think the Lord gave me um, just a few nights ago this beautiful illustration because I'm kind of visual. And so the, a few a few years ago, Kelly gave me this uh, jigsaw puzzle for Christmas. And it's a beautiful um Kincaid print of a Disney scene and we put it all together 750 pieces and we put it all together it was actually missing one piece okay it was missing one piece well some people would just throw that away and say that is the most ridiculous thing it's it's incomplete whatever honestly to me I've put it together a couple of times since then because I enjoy the process of doing it I know what the ending scene looks like because I can look at the box Mm. but the Lord was like see I am much more into your process than I am your conclusion. He says, I know how you're going to look when it's all done, but I am much more interested in this process of going through and you and I are doing it together that 
Um, and I, I just thought, oh my gosh, that is such a great illustration for me because I do enjoy the process. So I need to just relax hmm. and enjoy God's process with me and find the encouragement because my gift is encouragement. So hmm. the enemy will get at me um, by discouraging me because then I don't use my gift. Hmm. Well, then he wins. I'm not going to let that happen. So I got to find something good about all this yuck because then I can use it to spill out onto somebody else. And that's therein lies what he told me this morning. Mm. The hope is your help right now. You use that right now to spill off onto somebody else. So super encouraged. You know, as, as you're talking to, I'm thinking, you know, there's a lot of people in, in the Bible, and we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. There's a lot of people in the Bible, you know, we, we tend to think of the heroes of the faith as these guys that just mm-hmm. have it all together, mm-hmm. right? And I love mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. the Bible does not hide the frailties, the lack of faith, the failures of its heroes. It's it's real life, and mm-hmm. it shares it. And, mm-hmm. and so I think of the number of people that went through something very similar to what you're experiencing, to what all of us experience, where, wait a minute, you know, you told me something, God, and now what you told me isn't real. It's not legit. It's right. not what I thought. Right. It's not. Right. And and how God responds to them. So on the other side of the break, I want to talk um, a little bit more about that and kind of address that. You're, you're listening to Shouts of Grace. We will be right back. You're listening to Shouts of Grace with Pastor Steve, the radio ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. For more information about Redemption Hill, you can visit our website at rhutah.church. Shouts of Grace Radio is thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's conversation. I'm in studio today with Becky Barron, a good friend of mine. Um, And Becky, before the break, we were talking about this idea that you're kind of going through and that I've gone through, most Christians go through multiple times where we pray and we we feel like we we hear from the Lord, we get a kind of a, a word, a direction, a prompting from the Lord that God's going to help us maybe in certain ways, but then it doesn't turn out and we start right. living through <laughs> right. the experiences right. of completely the opposite. Right. Um, and, and so I, I'm thinking, you know, is that just us? Are we just broken and messed up or is that normal? And as I was thinking, as you were talking, I, I think of someone like Jeremiah, right? Mm. Jeremiah, <laughs> wow, Jeremiah, that guy in chapter 20, verse seven, we'll put it this way. In the very beginning of the book of Jeremiah and Jeremiah one, like right mm-hmm. around verse 17 and 18, mm-hmm. God commanded missions him. He gives Mm -hmm. him the word. Mm -hmm. He says, I have made you today a defensed city, brazen walls, pillars. You're going to stand against the whole land, all their kings. They're going to fight, but you are going to prevail because I'm with you. So there's the commission. And you can just imagine where he's at. He's like, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be great. But then you get halfway through the book. And in Jeremiah 20, verse seven, he says, Lord, You've deceived me. (laughs) (laughs) I was deceived. He said, I have become the laughing stock all day long. Everyone mocks me. So Jeremiah is essentially attesting to the exact same thing that you are, that Mm -hmm. I have. And that Mm -hmm. is God, what I thought you said or meant in the beginning. Now 
I don't think you mean that. I think you deceived me, right? And ultimately, God will end up telling Jeremiah, look, if you extract the precious from the vial, then you can be my servant. In other words, I don't know where this is all coming from. Well, God does, but right. but it ain't me. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Right. And so, and so I, I like that <laughs> because here Jeremiah, who's a real person, mm-hmm. is experiencing faith in, mm-hmm. his, in his mm-hmm. journey, and he's realizing, wow, just like you did, God... I thought one thing in the beginning, and here I am. Nobody likes me. I can't get married. Right. These people are, are knocking me down. They're throwing me in a, in a pit right. of mud. Right. This isn't at all what I thought. Right. And nobody's <laughs> even listening to him, right? His entire ministry, nobody even listened to him. And right, I've thought about Jeremiah before, too. And I think, wow, that's crazy, the tenacity that he had to have. Mm. But yeah, that that would be super discouraging for me <laughs> to not have anybody ever listen to him. But gosh, what a testimony. I mean, there are a few times in his book where he is allowed to be encouraging. And I just think, way to go, Jeremiah, way to go, yeah. way to go. <laughs> because wow, he had a difficult road that the Lord had called him to. And so mm. he was faithful, though. Man, yeah. he was faithful. Woo. You know, I, I think of I think of when Paul um, was commissioned by God right out of the gate. Yeah. He's talking yeah. to Ananias and he says, look, he goes, I'm, um, this guy, I'm going to show him how much things he must suffer for my name's mm-hmm. sake, right? It yeah. was told to him, this is what your walk with me is going to look like, yeah. right? Yeah. And sure enough, yeah, you follow him through does. the New Testament yeah. and he suffered a lot of things. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, first of all, God never lied to Jeremiah. Right. He said, I'm right. going to be with you and you're going to prevail. <laughs> and, and guess what? He, he, he prevailed, yeah. right? And, and, and I think the truth is with us, it's the same way is God doesn't, God may not share all the specifics Mm -hmm. and all the particulars Mm -hmm. about what Mm -hmm. this struggle is going to look like, but God is faithful in this Becky. And so if you were to look back on your own life and you were to look at all the times that, that you personally doubted God in certain situations, how many of those times did God ever fail you? Never. Never. Isn't it the truth? Never. I think probably the what it boils down to is getting to the point where you're not dependent on your feelings, Mm. because how we feel is really of no consequence because my emotions lie to me all the time, all the time. So if I can get past how I'm feeling, well, those will pass and those will go and then I'll come back to the truth. So if I can go quicker and quicker to getting past my feelings and Lord, I don't feel helped. And the Lord said, that's okay. You don't have to feel helped, but you are helped. Hmm. So you need to come back. You need to rethink about what my word says and what exactly it says. Don't flower it up with anything. What exactly does it say there? I didn't tell you that your hard thing was going to stop. I told you that I would help you. Hmm. And I told you that I would hold your right hand, which is funny to me because I almost feel like he holds my right hand so I'm not tempted to fight myself because my right hand personally is my dominant hand. And so if he's holding my hand, I'm not going to be tempted to to take a swing at anything. Mm. I'm not taking a swing at anything with my left hand because I just look like a moron doing that. Um, so I feel like, oh, Lord, that is so personal for me that you would mm. hold my right hand and you would say, you know what, just relax. Don't worry about how you're feeling. Just let me do what I want to do. Yeah, you know, I think that's that's a great way of looking at it. I, that's that's actually great insight. Um, you know, we we think 
you know, we, we think of help. Again, we think of help mm-hmm. as being something that's that's really kind of infused into our situation or our, yes. our immediate circumstance. Yes. But, yes. you know, I think of Romans 8 when it says that those whom God foreknew, he predestined to become conformed into the image of his son. Mm. And that is God's that is God's joy. That yes. is that is God's yes. that is his mission. Yes. His mission isn't to give us this perfect happiness. That's right. coming. That's right. called heaven. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. Know, he wants to turn us and conform us, you know, mold us, shape yes. us, pound us into the image of his son. Yes. And and here's the thing about that. You know, we were talking a little bit before the before the broadcast is that, you know, that that is that is a brutal process sometimes it and yeah. it's painful it and it's hurtful mm-hmm. and you know what if dare i say without people you know becoming unglued that i believe if the end is that god is conforming you into the son the image of his son that the process of hurting mm-hmm. and building up is also pleasing to God because there's yeah. no other way. I mean, if you think about it, right. you know, all of us would say, oh man, I would, I would love to just get close to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I would love to have nothing that impedes mm-hmm. that just faith. Right. But how many of us would be willing to sign up for the pain of Job to get there? Exactly. You know, exactly. How, how many of us, I mean, because here's what did happen, you know, at the beginning, Job was a man of faith in God. That's why God, God Right. But in the end, Job says, I had heard of you, but Mm -hmm. now I see you. Mm -hmm. So if that means that hearing about God and the love of God and the nature of God and the patience of God and the help and hope of God, if, if that's where I'm at verbally, but God takes me through pain and hurt to get me to a place where I say now I see it. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. How do you usurp that process? To get to that end point. Yeah. And and it's a it's kind of a bummer that before we can go deep, we have to ha- go through hard things. I mean, that's just the way it is. We stay so surface as people if our lives are easy. That's just the way mm. it is. And so if we go through a hard thing, that means the Lord wants to take me deeper. I can choose to stay surface about things, but I am not any use to anybody if that happens. That gives does not give my life purpose unless I go deep with Jesus, and then I can in turn tell somebody else, you know what? Go through this deep thing because it's going to bring you closer to Jesus. It's also going to make you useful to someone else. Mm. I mean, comfort with the comfort you've been given, right? Okay, well, I don't need comforting when things are going just awesome. I need comfort when I'm hurting and when things are going um, in a difficult direction. That's when I get my comfort. Mm. Even in the the movie, um, the, the Pixar movie about the feelings, I can't think of what it's called now, but it it talks about in there um, that it's the sadness that brings the help. Mm. Well, at my house, it was always like, happy, 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 happy. <laughs> and I tell the kids, come on, be happy. Come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> but it's like, it's the sadness that brings the help. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's beneficial to be sad because that's when the help comes and yeah. that's when the depth comes. And then we are useful to the Lord in helping someone else. 
Yeah, I like I, I like the fact that God is the healer of the broken heart. Oh, that God, amen. it says, the psalmist says that God wounds, but God binds up. Yeah, God, exactly. I mean, isn't that isn't that just totally completely opposite of what we think? It's like right, but but that's the way that the Lord yeah. builds wisdom. That's yeah. the way He builds exactly. character. You know, exactly. He He exposes, then He heals. Yes, He breaks, and then He, you know, He puts us back together. Right. You know, and right. and I think. I don't know that you can have you can really acquire wisdom outside of of watching the hand of God on you personally. I mean, I it's just not the same. I agree. You see it on someone else. I you agree. know, you, you yeah. don't carry the same burden. You, you don't. don't carry. Right. But when it happens to you, right. it becomes like, oh my word, Lord, exactly. You know? And so exactly. we're almost we're almost out of time for for this episode, Becky. And you know, I I really like what you said about God takes your right hand. You know, meaning that that God is with you in it. He, yeah. He's 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 the fourth one in the fire with Shadrach, yes, Meshach, exactly. and Abednego. Exactly. You, you're, you're not going through anything right. that God isn't willing to walk with you right. through. And right. I think Christians um, they they need to hear that. And if you're listening to to, to this broadcast, um, then we want to encourage you with the fact that whatever trouble you're going through, whatever disappointments you might you might be going through, understand this: um, the Father's well acquainted with disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, he's well acquainted with pain and hurt. Um, but but in all of that, um, God walks with you. Through this life, He has not abandoned you. He's not called you to figure it out. He's not called you to to try to find your way. God is with you, and we hope that you're blessed by that. We're out of time. God bless you guys, and we'll see you next time on Shouts of Grits. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio. Practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you have been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Shouts of Grace.